0: let you know <coughs> amen um just a few announcements here um just to let you know due to the new covid uh, delta variant and there's another one behind that one um unfortunately we have to temporary we are temporarily closing our sanctuary everything will be online um, it'll be on facebook it'll be on our website it'll be on youtube as well, so you can still follow us online um, for our services. So you can go go to amenalways.org, you can go to YouTube and type in Amen Always Church, you can go to Facebook as well and type in Amen Always Church, and our services will be aired at 10 o'clock on Sunday, and then on Wednesday we will air another service at 7 p.m. Amen. Due to the COVID cases that are popping up and Florida has been hitting records of cases, a number of cases has been going around. So we are temporarily closing our sanctuary to be, we want everyone to be safe. I don't want to put anyone in danger because everyone that comes in this building is not vaccinated. So I know there's a lot of concerns about people, you know, about you getting vaccinated, but I encourage you to get vaccinated as well. And also, I encourage you, if it's time for you to get your flu shot, get your flu shot as well, because the flu shot, the the flu flu symptoms and the COVID-19 symptoms are almost similar. So you want to protect yourself. You want to protect your family. But at this time, we are temporarily closing our sanctuary, and everything will be online as well. Only thing we're not shutting down is our food pantry, which is the last Saturday of each month. So (coughs) if you want to come, if you want to volunteer, you can always call our office uh, if you want to volunteer, but to be safe, to make make it safe for everyone, Um, if you do volunteer, you would have to produce some documentation that you have tested negative for the COVID-19 as well as being vaccinated as well. So we want to keep everyone safe. Uh, This is something, the decision that me and my wife has made, and we decided to temporarily close our sanctuary until they come out with a better vaccine or something to keep this under control. They're encouraging people who have not been vaccinated, get vaccinated. Amen. So we're not closing down our food pantry, which is the last Saturday of the month. So again, if you want to help, if you want to come out and you want to volunteer and help us out, it's a drive through um, food pantry. You know, they're, they're they have to open up their trunks or they want to put on the back seat. But at the same time, you know, when we are distributing food, <coughs> you are required to wear a mask as well to keep everyone safe. Because everyone that comes up that's getting food, again, they not everyone is vaccinated. Amen. So we want to keep everyone safe. So, Father, we thank you Lord, this time. We thank you for your word that's coming forth. We thank you, Lord God, that they will be blessed by this. And we thank you, Father God, they will be encouraged. They will not. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, that fear would not set in because of the new Delta variant that's out there. And, God, we just thank you for giving us the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom, Father God, as we continue to protect ourselves. And we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So. Today's message is, don't lose hope. I understand, uh, we understand what's going on around the world and and even in our local cities and even in the state of Florida as well. So I encourage you to kind of like keep up with what's going on. Don't get, don't panic. Don't let fear set in. Because once the fear set in, that gives the op- that gives the devil the opportunity to put things in your mind, put things in your head. You know, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. No, don't let the devil put anything in your head. Don't let the devil just start to play with your mind because he will do that. Any opportunity that he has, he will start to play with your mind. Amen. And we cannot lose hope because we know that this Whole thing is in God's hand. God has it. God has it under control. Now, have you heard that saying where it's going to get worse before it gets better? Um, I believe it's going to get better before it gets worse. I don't think it's going to get any bad where we are where we are now. But I'm still believing God. It's going to get better. That's what I'm believing God for. I know they say, "Oh, it's going to get worse before it gets better." No, I'm I'm flipping the script. I'm believing God that it's going to get better. Amen. So, the biblical hope is the appreciation of a favorable outcome under God's guidance. More specifically, hope is the confidence that is the confidence that what God has done for us in the past. Uh, guarantees our particip- our participation in what God will do in the future. So that's why you can't lose hope because you don't know what God is going to do in the near future, Amen. So I'm not going to be laying down on this. I'm going to continue to pray and believe God that this whole pandemic is going to get better, Amen. And we had to go back and we had to re- we had to redo some things uh, in our church. We had to uh, make some some decisions that you know we didn't like, but we had to do it to protect the people, amen, and to protect ourselves as well, amen. So you can't lose hope, amen. And let's go to Jeremiah chapter fifty-one, and let's start at number, let's start at verse number forty-six, and this going to be coming from the Amplified. um, because of time's sake. I may not read all of it. Amen. I may not read all of it, but I'll read most of it. Amen. Now, starting verse 46. Now, beware so that you do not lose heart, and so that you are not afraid at the rumor that will be heard in the land. For the rumor shall come one year, and after that, another year. And violence shall be in the land, ruler against ruler. Therefore, behold, listen carefully. The days are coming when I will judge and punish the idols of Babylon. He, her whole land will be perplexed and ashamed, and all her slain will fall in the, in her midst. Then the heaven and earth and all that is in them will shout and sing for. For over Babylon, for the destroyers will come against her from the north, says the Lord. Amen. So, that's, uh, if you go back to verse uh, verse 46, where it says, Now beware, so that you do not lose heart, and so that you are not afraid at the rumor that will be heard in the land. For the rumors shall come one year after and after that, another year, and violence shall be in the land, ruler against ruler. So we can't lose hope through this whole situation, because we understand that <coughs> we understand that the violence the violence has picked up, there's a lot of rumors going around, and people don't know what to believe or who to believe, and rumors, you know rumors it can start just like one little rumor. And then next thing you know, it becomes so big to where people start to lose hope. Like, well, I don't know what to believe. I don't know who to believe right now. But I can tell you this. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. That's the one I'm going to believe. Amen. I'm not going to lose hope. I'm not going to lose faith. I'm not going to be afraid. Amen. But at the same time, I'm going to use wisdom. So we have to use wisdom in this situation, amen? We have to use wisdom. We have to ask God for wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, just ask God, and he will give you the wisdom that you need during this time. We don't want you to lose hope. I understand that you may have some friends or family members that are in the hospital on ventilators. Don't lose hope. That's where you come in. That's where you stand in the gap for that family member or that friend or that co-worker or that neighbor. You stand in the gap. So that's when you begin to get on your knees and you begin to pray. You know, remember the days you used to go back into your prayer closet and you went in there night after night until you got an answer from God? That's what we're going to have to do now. We're going to have to get back to where we started from. Amen. And that's if we have to go in our prayer closet night after night and ask God, what's what's going on? How how, is this going to turn out? God will tell you, don't worry about it. I got it. it's in my hands. don't lose hope. we got it. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you, but I want you to follow these these I want you to follow these very simple steps I'm giving you. see God is our guide. We only have one father, and i have one father is God. we have one spirit we got one we got one godly father and that's God, and we yes we do have a i know uh with some people. You know, you have a biological father, you have a stepfather, amen, but we have only have one heavenly father, and that's God, amen, so he, he, God does not want us to lose hope because everything is in his hands, he's gonna take care of it, he will not leave you, he will not forsake you, he's gonna be with you, amen, I know you have to make some changes, that's fine. But God is, God is in control of everything that we do, every aspect of our life. Even when we go to sleep and we wake up in the morning, he is still in control. Amen. What does the Bible say about losing faith? Now, doing this, a lot of people, they lose faith. They lose hope. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And they're starting to panic. They're getting scared. They're getting nervous, and one thing they tell you, um, one thing they tell you is this: if you get bit by, a say, a rattlesnake, or a, in the state of Florida we have a diamondback rattlesnake, which is very venomous, you have a coral snake. Okay, um, I heard there's some mouse here in the state of Florida as well, and also. That's what they call a pygmy rattler. Uh, a pygmy rattler doesn't have the little rattle on the end, but if you n- if you see the shape of the head, then you know it's a very venomous snake. And they tell you, they tell you, if you get bit by a venomous snake, stay calm, don't panic. And the reason for that is, is that if you start to panic. And you get nervous and everything, guess what? Then the poison begins to spread through your body very quickly. Okay? So, with that being said, with that being said, if you start to panic and you start to get scared, guess what happens? Fear sets in. Then you start to lose some of the faith that you already have. It's not, you don't want to lose the faith that you already have. You want your faith to increase not decrease. You want your faith to increase. Amen. So in Galatians chapter <coughs> Excuse me. In Galatians, let's go to Galatians. Let's go to Galatians chapter five. And let's go down and uh verse number four. Verse number four. And you have become estranged from Christ. You have, I mean, I'm, I'm. Excuse me, you, you, you who ac- attempted to be justified by law, and you have fallen from grace. For we, for we through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith for for in Christ Jesus neither uh circum uh we can stop there uh, as, as you can see in verse number four no I'm sorry verse number five for we for we through the spirit urgently wait for the hope of righteousness by faith amen uh that was a King James. let me read it to you in the NIV. I like the way the NIV, I like the way the NIV, NIV puts it. Okay, you are trying to be justified by law, having been alienated from Christ, you have fallen away from grace, for through the Spirit we urge eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. Amen. So so we cannot let the enemy we cannot let the enemy uh put into us different things in our mind because we can't lose hope. I'm not losing hope at all. Still believe in God for the things that he's promised me, the things that he's told me, amen, and I'm going to continue to do that, amen, and when you lose hope, a lot of times you lose faith, and then when you start to lose faith, then you start to doubt, can do and what he cannot do. I'm focusing on what I know God can do. There's nothing on this, there's nothing that God cannot do. All things are possible. God made the, God will make the impossible possible. When you think there's nothing, it's like, wow, there's, there's no way this can be done. And all of a sudden, God makes a way for it to get done. So that's why we can't lose the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. We can't not lose the hope we have in God. We can't lose the hope that we have in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We know the Holy Spirit is our comforter. So I know a lot of times in some situations you do need comfort. Amen. We We need that comfort. Amen. By the Holy Spirit. Amen, and there's there's a lot of things that's going on right now that is not explainable. We can't explain uh, what's going to happen next, but I thank God is in his hands, and I know he's going to take care of it. Amen, and we, can't, we, can't, we got to continue to, gotta keep we got to keep the faith. got to keep the faith, people. We got to keep the faith. This is not the time for you to turn your back on God. You're going to need God more. I mean, you're going to need him more now than you have ever had in your whole entire life. Amen. We understand what's going on with the COVID-19. But you got to remember, God brought us through the H1N1. He brought us through those couple of years where the flu was actually killing people. He brought us through that. He brought us through. And I know God is going to bring us through this. God is going to bring us through this. And if you want to get more better understanding of this is if you can remember it all started in China and it just went it just went al- al- across the world. It just it hit it, it, it went it started in China. But I remember them saying that and then they get to California and when they got to California it just spread like wildflower. That's why we can not lose the hope you got to remember what God has brought you through. And you did not give up. You did not give in. You you didn't throw in the towel. You kept believing God. You kept praying. Amen. You kept praying. You kept believing God. I I know God's going to bring me through this. I know God's going to bring me through this. And when the doctor said, well, you know, there's nothing else we can do that's when you get your prayer warriors together and say, hey, it's in God's hands. That we're going to put it in God's hands and let God take it from here. I know it. I understand what the doctor's saying. I'm going to continue to take my medication and do what I need to do. But this is in God's hands. And I know God is going to heal my body. So that's why we cannot lose hope in all of this. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. You cannot lose the hope. You cannot lose the faith. You got to remember God created you and me. That's why everybody's different. Nobody looks the same unless they're a twin. But other than that, everybody's different. Amen. So, what does the Bible say about hope? In conclusion, on what does the Bible say about hope, true hope. The hope found throughout God's word is life-changing. It is a steadfast and never-changing hope. It is the it's the confidence in eternal hope that Jesus is coming soon, that His kingdom will come, and that redemption will not only be accomplished and applied, but completed. Amen. And if we go to Romans chapter five, verse number five. It says, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by, by, I mean, in our hearts, be the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. So, hope is not disappointing. Hope is a good thing. Hope is a really, really good thing to have. And, you know, you And, you know, sometimes you're in a conversation where I'm hoping and I'm praying that, you know, this is going to take place. I'm hoping and praying that this will, you know, this will be taken care of. Amen. So, a a lot of times you're acting in faith and not even realizing it. You're acting in hope and you're not even realizing it. Amen. So, you're hoping, you're praying that this will be taken care of, you know. You could be in a situation where, you know, you're in a job situation. You're in, the tr- you're, in the, you're you're in this transition. You're in a transition. You know, you you've been at this place like maybe five or six years, and they have not really, they have not really uh, noticed your your skills and your talents. But then you go and God tell you go and apply over here. Or a manager's position, and you like God. I'm hoping and praying that this works out. You know, um, um, this the, the the job you had me apply for it was a much better job. The pay is better. The benefits are better. Amen. God will never ever steal you wrong. He will never ever give you more than what you can bear. You know, and so as you when you put in for that, you put in for that, and you just like God. I'm, I'm praying. and I'm hoping. I'm praying. You like you. You on pins and needles, and the people call you back and say, could you come in and um, sign your W-2s? We want you to start on Monday. That's what I mean, don't give up hope. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope at all. Don't lose hope at all. Amen. And. next point I'm going to get to is this. What does the Bible say about not quitting? Galatians chapter 6, verse number 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. You're going to reap. We're going to reap. Amen. We don't want to lose heart, but we are going to reap. Amen. We are going to reap um, in due season, in due season, we shall reap. So don't lose heart. And if you. uh, And Amplified says it like this, I like the way it says it. Let us not grow weary or becoming discouraged in doing and doing good for at the proper time we will reap if we do not give in. So this is not the time to give in. This is not the time to quit. Amen. You know, it's 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 like a it's like a relay. It's like a relay. You you're you're on a relay team. You know, they have a the gymnastics going on right now. Um I'm not too much in it. My wife is. She loves that kind of stuff. She loves them to jump and all that stuff. You know, just give me a regular football or basketball game and I'm happy. Amen. So she loved. It, she loved the uh, uh, the Olympics when it comes around. You know, every what is it every four years? I think it is. So when it comes around, so in a relay, even when even when the coach, uh, when you're practicing, and the coach say, "Listen, you can't give up," because a coach sees the potential in that person, was male or female. So this is not the time to quit. They say you can win this. You can win this. And that's the coach's job, is to encourage that person not to quit, not to give in. And it's, j- his, it's his or her job to say, listen, you can do this. You can do this. I know you can It's in you. It's in you. So I know you can do this. Amen. So by us not quitting is a good thing. We can't not quit because, you know, in due season we shall reap. Amen. So we cannot, we, we cannot quit. We cannot quit. Excuse me. We cannot quit at any given time, okay? Now, there's a couple couple of uh, Bible verses that talk about hope, and one of them is Psalms chapter 119, verse number 114. You are my hiding place and my hopeful Bible verse, okay? um, Psalms, let's go to Psalms 130. And let's go down to verse number 7. This is going to be coming from the uh, NIV, NIV. Israel, put your hope in the Lord. For, the w- for with the Lord is unfailing love. And with him is full redemption. Let me see, we read that again. Israel, put your hope in the Lord. For with the Lord is unfailing Failing love and with him is full redemption. Amen. It's full redemption. You know, that's where we have to put our hope in, it's in the Lord. My hope is not in man, male or female. And it's definitely like my hope is not in the devil because we know the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So my hope is not in the the enemy at all. My hope is in the Lord. And God is going to carry us through this. It may not seem like it now, but he's going to carry us through this time. Amen. You have to remember what God has brought you through. Amen. Some people lose, a lot of people didn't lose hope when the doctor said, okay, well, you got stage four cancer. They didn't lose hope. And I have met some people, I met some people, me and my wife, we met some people that have actually was healed of stage four. Amen. So you can't lose hope. You can't lose hope at all. I understand what the doctor said, but listen, <laughs> I know what my God says. My God says, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. Amen. So that's one of the things that you cannot do is you cannot lose hope in any situation. You cannot lose hope in your job situation. You cannot lose hope um, regarding your living uh, arrangements because next month they're cutting off this uh, extension where people don't have to pay rent or pay the mortgage, so that's coming to a close. That's ending, I believe, the end of this month, if I'm not mistaken. Amen. So you can't lose hope. You, you, you got to believe that God is going to work something out. Because I know with the, some jobs had to close, some, go- some jobs had to actually reduce their staff. But you can't lose hope. You got to remember, you're a child of God. God's going to take care of you no matter what. He's going to always take care of you. Amen. He's gonna always take care of you in the time of need. Amen. So we all know what the uh, we all know what the pandemic is. We all know what the virus is. I don't want to focus my message on that, but we have to understand that we have to continue to keep updated on what's going on. Don't lose hope. Even though you hear what's on the news, don't lose hope and just continue to pray and believe God that things are going to get better. This is where you're going to need God more now than you have ever needed in your whole entire life. Because you probably have got word that a friend or family member or co-worker is no longer is no longer with us because of what happened. Amen. So in closing, it is easy for us to cross our fingers and hope for the best. But the hope we have but the hope we have in Christ is also much more than that. To have hope means to have a confident expectation. Hope may not come naturally to us, but there is but but there but here's the deal. To have hope, we must know God. Learn what hope means, why we cannot have it, and how to live a hope-filled life. Amen. Amen. Don't lose hope. Everything happens for a reason. You will never know what tomorrow may bring. Never give up. Never lose hope. Always, uh, let me say it again, never give up. Never lose, never lose hope. Always have faith in all. Uh, it allows you to cope. Trying, think, trying times will pass as they always do. Just have patience. Your dreams will come true. Put a smile. Put so put a, so put on a smile. You you will live through your pain. Know it will pass, and strength will you gain. Amen. And I'm going to end with a verse of scripture, and it's going to come from Romans chapter number eight, starting at verse number 25. And this is coming from the NIV. So, for, for in this hope, we were saved, but hope that is not seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have. But if we hope for what we do, not have, excuse me, but we, but if we hope for what we do, not yet have, we wait for it patiently. You know, so we're hoping for a lot of things. We're hoping for uh, a better relationship with our spouse, a better relationship with our kids. We're hoping for um, a better relationship with our family members, some of the ones that you thought the relationships were, I mean, shot. I mean, just gone. You know, you thought, we, well, this, this relationship could never be restored. But you, could, you have to remember this. At the end of the day, you are still family. So you need to go and bury that hatchet. If you have to go and say, I'm sorry, can you please forgive me? And that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping for that relationship to be restored. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you do your part. Say, listen, I apologize. Please forgive me of what I did or what I may have done. Amen. So that, you know, at the end of the day, we're family. We want to make sure that, s- you know, at some point you're going to need family. So don't burn bridges with family. You're hoping that everything will come together and that God will just work things out so that y'all can have that close relationship that y'all had years ago that you don't have now. Amen. That includes your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your grandfather, and anyone uh, that you, you know, your aunties, your uncles, you know, the ones that are living now. The ones that are living now. Amen. So, I pray that you guys were blessed by this message. Um, we don't I don't want you to lose hope to what's going on. I want you to hold on to what God has promised you and what God has told you. You know, don't let anyone tell you anything different. Say, listen, well, well God well this this, this is what you should do. You should do X, Y, Z. Well, God didn't tell me that. Huh? Yes. God didn't tell me that. God told me to do this first, then do this second, and then do this third. You always follow the order of God and the instructions that he's given you because you're hoping that that situation is going to get better. But listening to God and following his steps, it will come out a a whole lot better. And if you don't understand, I'm going to tell you this. I heard this in a rap. Do you know what the Bible stands for? Basic instructions before leaving Earth. I heard that in the Christian rap. I said, "Wow, what, I never thought of anything like that." So, basic instructions. If you, if you want to know what the Bible means, is basic instructions before leaving Earth. Everything in the Bible is is self-explanatory. There's nothing hard. There's nothing difficult in the Bible. God made it so. It is, it's so. And you have these different versions. Uh, you have the NIV. You have the New Living. You have the New Living translations. You have the Amplified, to actually it can break the verse down to where you can understand it. Amen. So that's that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Amen. So you want to get a full understanding of the word because if someone approaches you, you want to make sure you give them everything that he or she needs. Amen. So we want you to be blessed. I want you to be blessed. I want you to be safe as well. Amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word that came forth. We thank you, Lord God, they were blessed by this. We thank you, Lord God, they would not lose the hope that you have given them. We thank you, Father God, for everything that you're doing in our lives, Father God. We don't take anything for granted, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken in our lives, Father. We just thank you, Father God, for strengthening us and encouraging us during this time, Father. And we will use the wisdom that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen. So at this time, at this time, it is offering time, amen. And there is three ways that you can give, and I can tell you this, um, if you want to be financially blessed, you will give God 10% of your gross, not your net. You give God 10% of your gross, not your net. In other words, you give him ten percent before they take out taxes, and insurance, and the other things that you got going on. Amen. If you want to be financially blessed during this time, that's one that I can tell you. That's one of the ways that you can be financially blessed. You don't have to worry about uh, uh, trying to pay this or trying to pay that. You know, God to make it happen. You're like, boom, money start coming in. You're like, wow, where did it come from? You know you give an offering is over and above of your normal tithes and offering. Amen. It's same thing with your first fruit. you know. So your first fruit your first fruit should match uh, your tithes from my understanding. Amen. So your first fruit and your tithes is like a, it's the same amount of money. Amen. So there are three ways you can give. You can go to a website amenalways.org um, You can also go to you can text to give at 855- 537 again you can go to our website at amenalways.org and you can all go you can text to give at 855 537 1023 amen and if you're old school you the old school and you want to, the bible says bring your tithes and offering to the storehouse so if you want to come by our office and drop off your ties. Um, make sure that you are wearing a mask when you do so. Amen. You're uh, going to drop it off as well. And again, 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 we are temporarily closing our sanctuary due to the um, COVID, the new COVID uh, that's out there, the, the Delta variant that's out there. Amen. You can always you can follow us online at on our website at amenalways.org. You can follow us on YouTube. Just type in Amen Always Church. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, just type in Amen Always Church. And if you want to friend us, we will respond and add you so you can see everything that we're doing um, online as well. And lastly, don't forget, don't forget the last Saturday of this month is our Food Pantry. Amen. It is a blessing to give, to serve the people in our community who needs this food at this time, that are going through uh, different challenges, and they're going through, you know, uh, job situations, you know, they're probably in between jobs and things like that, but if you want to volunteer... Just give us a call. Call our church, and we will more than happy to um, accommodate you for that. We're on our way to to feeding four thousand families. So far, we have served one thousand two hundred and one families. So far, so we're on our way to serving four thousand families. Amen. And any volunteer that comes that wants to volunteer. Um, you must produce something saying that uh, you've been tested negative for COVID 19. We want to protect the people that are, are we want to protect the other volunteers and also protecting the people that are coming to pick up food as well. Amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for our tithes, our offering. We thank you, Lord God, for a hundredfold return. We thank you. We give, and it should be given to us. Press down, shake it together. So men Give unto to our bosom. We thank you, Father God, as we bring our tithes and and our tithes and offering and our first fruits to the storehouse, Father God, because we want to be financially blessed, Lord God. And we thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.